with time to live the talk word of God. Amen. So I would be jumping from here to there, but nevertheless, the word of God will So how many realize the time that we are living in, that it is a very crucial hour? Amen. When you look up, something is always happening out of the norm. Come on, somebody. Just today, five people died in a plane crash over there at 3 a.m. Amen. trying to relate it to the weather, but maybe, just maybe, if he had it took just one more minute to delay till the wind went that died down. You know, sometimes the wind may be blowing at one speed down here, but it's a higher speed when you get up in the air. Amen? So let's, don't know who they are, but yet still we can pray for those families. Amen. It's one thing to die when you may be expecting, but unexpected death. Unexpected tragedy is something else. So we're going to get off into the word of God. Let us... If you would, please go to Proverbs chapter 4. And the verse is 10 through 15. Amen. When you have it, say praise the Lord. Let's begin reading at the 10th verse, if you would, please. Proverbs 4, verses 10 through 15. Hear, O my son, and receive my saying, and the years of thy life shall all so hearing the word of God and receiving it adds to you. Amen. And it says, the 11th verse says, I have taught thee in thy way of wisdom and have led thee in right paths. When thou goest, thy steps shall not be straightened and when thou runnest, thou shalt not stumble. Take fast hold of instructions. Let, not, let her not go. Keep her, and she is thy life. Enter not into the paths of the wicked, and go not in the way of evil men. 
avoid it, pass not by it, turn from it, and oh, so in other words, ain't nothing wrong with it with dodging wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with you seeing wrong, you going the opposite way. Don't get so so strong that you think you can mingle with it and come out unscathed. Come on, somebody. Hey, if you get out, the residue gonna get you. You gonna leave there with something that they had to put off on you because you overstepped the word of God and you decided you would just hang around. Amen. There always comes a consequence of those things that when we overstep what the word of God says. Amen? Proverb is a book of wisdom. And it says, hear the instructions. If you go up further up, it says, hear the instructions of a father. Pay attention. Be willing to learn. Here where we got a problem is, is we're not willing to learn. We're here, but are you willing to learn? Are you willing to do with anything with what you have heard? But a lot of times we like to fall back on that don't apply to me. The word of God applies to everybody. Amen. Amen. Jesus even went to hell and applied the word of God to them that was in hell. Because everybody has got to be judged by the word of God. So you got to pay attention. Be willing to learn so you may gain understanding. Out of all that you're getting, you need to get an understanding. We have been given good doctrine for living. Don't turn away from his instructions. You know, when you read a sign during a hazardous time, and if that sign says detour, it's a reason for detouring. They wouldn't have put the sign up there. You don't detour, you serve to run into flooded water and can't get out. Amen. Because you wouldn't pay attention to the detour sign. So you have to take wisdom and then follow the instructions of wisdom. Because guess what? It could mean your life. In our learning, we must hold fast in our heart the word of God. It is God's will that we get skillful in godly wisdom. God has no plan for the saints of God to walk around being a dummy. It's too much teaching and too much learning in the word of God for us to walk around like we don't know. We got to get skillful in godly wisdom. We got to acquire an understanding. And how do it? We seek spiritual discernment. Because guess what? The world can make things sound so good. 
The world can take something and twist it around to where you will accept it if you don't have the discernment of the Spirit of God. It takes the Spirit of God to keep you out of traps. It takes the Spirit of God to keep you in knowledge that you don't be foolish in your walk with Him. So, when you got this spiritual discernment, you are able to judge what is good and what is bad. And you need mature comprehension. If saints of God, at one point, we have to mature. Some may say, well... I'm already 50, 60. Since little sister Leach ain't here, I guess I'll be, I'll take up the spot of being the oldest one. 70 something years old. But you know what? You can be old fool. Come on. Come on. Huh? That's right. It is absolutely plenty of old fools in the grave. Because they had to have it their way. And not only that, guess what? It is double or maybe triple of young fools going to the grave past the old fools. You got old, you got young fools dying daily now. Because you can't tell them nothing. But you got to get a mature understanding what God is requiring for you. Wisdom said, don't turn away from what you know about God, for it will protect you. Love wisdom, and she will love you back. Good God Almighty. You mean to tell me if you hold wisdom tight, she going to squeeze you right back. Come on, somebody. She going to embrace you as much as you embrace her. Amen. If you embrace her, she will honor you. She will crown you with beauty and glory. God said he will crown you with meekness. He will crown you with love and kindness. He will crown you. Good God Almighty. Huh? The spirit of the Lord will change your contents. You thought you looked it one way, but the Spirit of God got you looking another way. The Word of God leads us in an upright path. And we will not stumble if we take hold to the instructions. And guess what? We just wasn't facing. We don't always do that, do we? Huh? That's why we stay on uh, Pome Boulevard a whole lot. If I woulda, coulda, go back and do what I shoulda, I wouldn't have been in what I'm in now. Because we didn't listen to what wisdom had to say. Amen. But now, we heard of the Old Testament wisdom. Now let's go get some New Testament wisdom. See, because wisdom just didn't die in the book of Proverbs. Wisdom went on because wisdom got to take you to perfection. So now let's go see what Jesus' wisdom looked like. 
Go to Matthew chapter 5, if you would, please. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, what kind of wisdom the Lord got. Uh. Let's start at the first verse. And we're going to cut it in half so I can go back and kind of talk a little bit. We're going to start at the first verse and read down through the fifth for a start. Amen? Let's read, please. And seeing the multitude, he went up into a mountain. And when he was set, his disciples came unto him, and he opened his mouth and taught them. See, now one thing about Jesus, he always got time to teach you. He's going to take time out to teach you before he do anything else. Yeah. Uh -huh. Amen? Right. Let's read. Bless out the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the Let's hold it right there. We read the wisdom of Solomon and now we're reading the wisdom of Jesus Christ and he pronounced the teaching to teach blessings on all that would listen and follow his saying uh -huh. oh he always started with blessings Blessed are the poor in spirit, those who regard themselves as insignificant, void of arrogancy. They will be happy and prosper in themselves as the Spirit of God gives them. But guess what? They got to leave themselves out of it. Huh? You know, sometimes we can get in church and be in it so long that guess what? We came in humble, but as long as you stay and don't listen, your humbleness turns into pride. <laughs> Come on, somebody. I've been in this way a long time. I know what I'm talking about. Baby, every day you live, you got something to learn from me. Huh? God can teach you every day you live. And if we stop listening at what he teaches us, guess what? We're going to have a short live. Amen. So, verse 4 said, blessed are they that moan. Blessed are those who moan. What they moaning on? Over the sins of their flesh and their nature and bring themselves to repentance. Yes, yes. Amen. Amen. And they are uh, they bring themselves unto repentance so God will come in and comfort them. Yes. You know what? God will never leave us in a state that we're in if we approach God with an open heart. If we, we approach God with a heart of repentance, God would not leave us in the state 
that we're in. And guess what? He will come in and comfort us. So we don't have to stay where we are, Lamont. We can get up and we can get out if we want to. Then the fourth verse said, Bless are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Uh oh. Bless are those of the meek. Bless are those that are kind hearted. Bless are those that the sweet spirit and self control that they will inherit the earth. You gotta have a sweet spirit. Wow. A sweet spirit will take us a long way with God. Come on now. You got to get out of not having a kind heart. Amen. A little bit of kindness goes a long way. Jesus is trying to tell us just a little kindness will take you far. Amen. Come on, somebody. Come on. Come on. Don't cost you nothing. Don't cost you a dime to be kind. That's right. Huh? If I ain't gotta pull, if I ain't gotta pull nothing out of my pocket to be kind. All they do the money's gotta come from my heart. Don't cost you a dime to be kind. That's right. Amen. Amen. Let's read verses six. Oh, wait a minute. Blessed are those that hunger and thirst after God. You mean to tell me, Lamont, if you thirst and hunger after God, he won't leave you hungry? He going to fill you? He going he gonna to fill your spirit to where that guess what? You not feeling empty? Blessed are them that are hunger and thirst after righteousness. For they shall be filled. Those who actually seek after right standing with God. That they will be spiritually satisfied. Here's the problem. We got to get spiritually satisfied. And guess what? Lamont, you can be happy and ain't got to die. When you spiritually satisfied, you'll be smiling and them folks don't know what you're smiling about. Why you smiling so, Antina? Because I am spiritually satisfied. I am satisfied. You heard first lady. I'm satisfied with Jesus, and that's enough. Come on, somebody. Verse 7 says, Blessed are the merciful. Oh, my God, my God. You ain't got no mercy in your bones. You ain't got no mercy for nobody. If you ain't got no mercy, don't look for no mercy. Because one day you're going to need some mercy. Be blessed of the merciful. By it, they will receive mercy. God said, you ain't got none. You can't look for none. One day you're going to need God's mercy. What are you going to be able to tell him when you ain't showed nobody else no mercy? 
How are you going to explain that to him that you are seeking for something that you don't even give? Wow. Blessed are the merciful. By it you will receive mercy. Verse 8 says, as are the pure in Oh, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Are you looking to see him? What your heart gonna look like when he show up? When he, when he cracked the sky, what is your heart going to look like when he appears? What kind of heart is he going to find in you? Blessed are the pure in heart for those who get their heart right and learning how to love anybody and everybody. Because those are the ones that's going to see God. My God, my God. Huh? Guess what? I don't care how much I get on your nerves, you still got to love me. Huh? Because if you don't love me, please don't see God. Because it ain't going to be a pretty thing when you do. Come on, somebody. Huh? Lamar, they might say that shot man get on my nerve, but baby, in the midst of my your nerves getting torn apart, make sure you find some love in there for me, because you gonna need it when you see God. Jesus giving you some wisdom, huh? Come on, and not only that, he make it plain to you. <laughs> then he turned around and said verse 9 he said blessed are the peacemakers <laughs> oh, the, the peacemakers not the hell raisers but the peacemakers blessed are the peacemakers those that I don't know where you're going. Come on now. My God. You got to learn how to filter through some stuff so that you can be at peace with folks. You got to learn how to filter some stuff and still make sure that you got some love in you that are over whoa 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 that are overlook somebody's fault. He had to look over some stuff in me just to show me some love. And guess what? If the stuff was in me, the stuff was in you too. Come on, somebody. Ooh. And, just, and guess what? The wisdom of Jesus said, you're going to have to look over somebody else's faults too. Huh? 
Because guess what? If you can't look over somebody else's fault, he might bring your faults back up for a remembrance of what I brought you through. Come on, somebody. Don't you be the one that when he was down there writing in the sand while you getting ready to throw a brick. Don't let him be writing your name down there for a reminder of how he had to show you some mercy, how he had to show you some love, how he had to make peace with you out of all the stuff that you did. For those who make peace, you can't just make peace, you got to maintain peace. Huh? Maintaining peace is just like maintaining your house. Anything break down, you got to get it fixed. If you don't get it fixed, you're going to start living in a shack. If you don't get it fixed, you're going to go through one door and fall out the other. Because you didn't take care of what you were supposed to maintain. Amen. And when you don't maintain your property, guess what it do? It loses its value. So guess that? Don't let your walk with God lose its value because you won't maintain peace. If you can't show God that you are at peace with all men, you won't be called the child of God. Huh? Follow peace with all men. Yes, ma'am. No man shall see the Lord. Oh, you gonna go before him blind? Can't see him? Huh? Because he done put a shadow over you. Guess what? You didn't follow peace? Verse 10 says, Blessed are they which are for righteous sake. For they where you trying to go? Huh? Yeah, anybody in here trying to not enter into the kingdom? Because if you're not trying to enter into the kingdom, you're wasting a whole lot of time. Come on, somebody. If you're not in trying to enter into the kingdom, guess what? You, you, you need to be out doing whatever you do. But blessed are those who are persecuted for doing that which is right. Which is right in the sight of God. Not in your sight, but in the sight of God. What is right? Amen. And, uh, and, and, and done wrong because you walk with God. Wow. Folks are getting mad at you because you won't stop walking with God. Folks are getting mad at you because guess what? They don't want you mentioning his name to them. Amen. But you got to do that which is right and walk with God in order to be in the kingdom of God. And God's kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. I'm trying to get to the everlasting kingdom. I'm trying to get to the kingdom that ain't got to be kicked out of no more. I've been kicked out of everybody's kingdom, but I don't want to be kicked out of God's kingdom. Ah. Uh. 
around and be like the rich man. Had it all his way. He did it the, 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 the Burger King way, Frank Sinatra way. He just, he just did all of it his way. Huh? If, if, if I can paraphrase it, if he was in America or in, in, in L.A., he probably went and had his hand put in the doggone cement. He had his hand in me. Come on, somebody. He was in the walk of fame, and but he couldn't give a man a cup of coffee. My Lord. Huh? My, my, my. And it's bad, it's bad when the dog got more mercy on you than... Uh, the dog had to lick the man's wound to keep him clean. <laughs> yes, the man died, but guess what? The rich man died too. Nobody is here to stay. Huh? Amen. One day your number will be poor. And what's going to be your status when your number is poor? Come on, somebody. And the Bible goes on to say that the rich man went to hell. And the poor man went into the bosom of Abraham. And the rich man could see where the poor man was, which was Lazarus. He could see where he was, but Lazarus couldn't see where he was. Why would you want to be in heaven and look down in hell? But everybody in hell is going to wish they was where you is. And he made the statement. Can Father Abraham, a representation of Jesus Christ, can you allow Lazarus, the one that I wouldn't even give a cup of water to, the one that I wouldn't even give bread that fell from my table, can you allow him to just dip his finger in some water and cool my scorching tongue. You mean to tell me that you in a position that you'll just be satisfied with a finger drop? I want a whole cup. Okay. I want to be where that everlasting water is. Just to cool my scorching tongue. It had to have been awfully hot. Huh? That his tongue was hot. No, can't do that. You made your bed. Lazarus made his. So... He can't come down there where you is, and you surely ain't coming up here. Huh? Come on now. Well, I'll tell you what you do. See, when you have a chance to, 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 to uh, uh, talk to your loved ones or witness to your loved ones, you didn't. Now you wanted me to send somebody down there to preach to your five other brothers. My Lord. I got five other brothers. And I need Lazarus or somebody to go back and tell them, don't come down here. Mama. No. 
Lazarus dead now. They wouldn't listen to the living. What makes you think they're going to pay attention to the dead? Come on, somebody. Amen. All you folks that talk my grandmama and came back and talked to you, you better stop drinking some of that stuff. Come on, somebody. Lord ain't sent nobody back from the dead to talk to you. If you wasn't listening to him while you was alive, how the world you think he's going to send somebody back from the dead to talk to you? You got to listen at the living word, not the dead folks. So let's get that on record straight. Come on now. God, if you wouldn't listen to God living word, how the world are you gonna listen to some dead folk come back talking to you tomorrow? Come on, Elder. dead come back talking to me, I'm looking for a way out of there. Because something strange is about to happen. Come on, somebody. Got to go. She had on all white and she told me you she lied because mama ain't came back. It was a lying spirit sent your way. It was another ghost came to your door. Come on, somebody. Hmm. Verse 11. It says. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of the evil against you falsely. You better make sure it's falsely. Huh? Blessed are those who insult you falsely, persecute you because of your association with Jesus Christ. It's got to be for the association with Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. Other than that, they might be telling the truth on you. Well, mm. well, Everybody ain't lying on you. <laughs> Come on, somebody. <laughs> Speaking evil of you, you hold your head up. Because your reward is in heaven. Get you some joy. Come on now. To be counted worthy to be persecuted for the name of Jesus Christ. Stop letting folk walk around tomorrow with your joy in their pocket. You ain't gonna put mine in your pocket. I'm gonna do like Jesus told him. Devil, get ye behind me. This joy that I got, you didn't give it to me. So you surely can't take it away. Amen. I ain't buying that mess that you're selling because I already been bought. 
on now. And then Jesus gave you some wisdom when he said, if they did it to the prophets, they're going to do it to you too. If they did it to the green tree, what about the dry? Come on now. Oh, I like what he said here. Verse 13, he said, Ye are the salt of the earth, but if your salt has lost its savior, wherewith shall it be salted? It is henceforth good for nothing but be cast out and trodden. Uh-oh, let me see, my God. You are the salt of the earth, but if you have lost your salt, that you cannot give anything any flavor. Hmm. Wherewith shall you be salted? You have become henceforth. Now Jesus said this, y'all. You have become henceforth good for nothing. What nothing? Nothing in the kingdom of God. Nothing pertaining to God. This walk is not about what we can accomplish, but what God can accomplish in us. But you shall be cast out and trodden under the foot of men. Hmm. You mean, tell me, you just worth walking on? Huh? No, when we don't, when we don't, when we don't be seasoned of God, you know what the world do? Constantly walk all over them. Don't they? Uh, you be doing everything that you think is right to do and they still walk all over Because you ain't got no backup. Because you have lost your walk with Christ. Now you ain't got no salt. You ain't got no anointing. You don't know how to shake them off. So guess what they do? They continue to walk on you. Because God said that's all you good for now is to be trotting under men's feet. In other words, done wrong with no defense. Come on now. Back up against the wall and you can't turn to the Lord because guess what? You done walked, off, walked away from him and now they walking on you. Think about it. So guess what? And that is a true fact. Walk all, walk away from him and see how the world going to walk all over you. Huh? You're going to walk out of one situation right into another. And they're going to look like they just back to back, back to back, back to back. Amen? Called no names, no situation. Had a young man tell me, the trouble he had on job. And they show me no respect. I said, respect? How much respect are you showing God? Well. You show God none, and you expect the man to show you some? It don't work like that. Come on, somebody. You ain't got no defense. God was your defense. But you walked out on him. Now you want him to come to your rescue. 
It don't work like that, people. Amen. So then, 14 verse says, Ye are the light of the world, city that sits on a hill that cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it on the bushel, but on a candlestick, and give it light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father. Who's supposed to get the glory? No, oh, but you want your flag to be waved. Huh? Look at what I've done. Hmm? I got this done. By who? Somebody had to give you the strength. Somebody had to give you the wisdom and the knowledge. Somebody had to give you a clear understanding which direction you was going to get the job done. So you need to make sure that you let them know that God did this. Huh? God did this thing. I was just a tool in his hand. Come on, somebody. He needed a hammer, and there I was. He needed a screwdriver, and there I was. God did this thing. Amen. You that light. So check your bulbs, some of you. Some of you been, some of you been running on one of them half watts for a long time. And maybe you need to change your light bulb. Maybe you ain't showing bright enough. Come on, somebody. Maybe you, maybe, maybe, maybe you're not that lighthouse. You know that lighthouse that sits out there in the ocean. It don't make no difference how much the wave and the storm is blowing. That lighthouse is always lit up so that a boat will know what safety was. A boat will know that there is some hope when they see that lighthouse. What other people seeing when they see you? Do they see some hope? Well. Hmm. Or do they just see a flickering light? Sometimes Satan, sometimes not. Huh? Sometimes want to be saved and sometimes don't. Is it just flickering? Change your what, bub? Uh, you've been running on that saving what for a long time. Come on, somebody. That energy saving what? Them things don't last long. Before you know it, they you know, fizzle it out on you. Is your life fizzling out on you? Because you've been trying to save some energy. You've been trying to save some energy for the world and not letting your light shine for God. Now you're flickering out. My Lord. Hmm. Well, we're going to make a move on. We'll move on. Let's go to, uh, go back to Proverbs chapter 9. You know, I said I was going to be jumping from old to new. Proverbs 9, verses 9 through 12. Are we there? In your life, you should be able to kind of understand this. If you've even been in, a, in the world, in the industry world, 
to where you had to obtain knowledge to actually work in the job capacity that you was in. You, 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 you do know you still had to get some type of wisdom and instructions. Uh, you found yourself downtown standing in that line that they called unemployment waiting to get a check two, three weeks later when you used to get it every week. Come on, somebody. Amen. So Proverbs 9 and the verses 9 says, Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be wise. Teach a just man, and he would... Oh, are we increasing in learning? If you give a wise man instruction, he will yet get wiser. Why is it that you hear a whole lot of saints saying, I don't know. Where was you at when the word went forth? I didn't understand. Where was you at when the opportunity was there for you to get an understanding? Because guess what? That's not, that is not you. What that is, they call it excuses that God would not accept. Because he made it to where the word came across to you plain. Amen. That a bird would understand. Amen. Verse 10 says, the fear of the Lord Oh, so guess what? If our reverence for God is in the right place, he will not leave us a dummy. Huh? Am I right? He will not leave us unwise. Come on, somebody. You know why? Because the Holy Ghost is designed to bring it back to your remembrance. But if you allow the word of God to go in one ear and out of the other ear, the only thing that the Holy Ghost can bring back to you is some error. Because that's the way you receive the word of God. So he gave it back to you. He threw one of your ear and went out the other. Because that's how you accepted the word of God. He can only bring you back what you received and kept. If you don't keep it, how can he bring you something back you don't keep? He blow, you blowed it out one ear, so the Holy Ghost did the same thing. He blowed it out one ear too. Come on, Elder. Come on now. Come on. So we have to understand the process of receiving and keeping. And we receive, but how much of it do we keep? That is the process of learning. That is the process of gaining wisdom and becoming wise. Hmm. What was we at? And the knowledge of the holy, of the holy, the knowledge of God is understanding. Wow. 
You can't get that in the world. You got to get that from God. Ain't nothing holy in the world. So you cannot get holiness out of the world. You have to get it from God. And if you're going to get it from God, you got to get it through his word. And if you're going to get it through his word, you got to understand. Verse 11 says, <coughs> Wait a minute. For by me, by God, thy days shall be multiplied, and the years of thy life shall be increased. Good God Almighty. You know what? It's one thing to go through this life with days, weeks, months, and years miserable than it is to go through it with an increase. What's the increase? The increase of God. The increase of joy. The increase of God's understanding. The increase of life. Come on, somebody. You gotta, you, you gotta get to your point, to the point that you say, I'm living a good life. I'm living a good life in God. Not in my pocket, not in my bank account, not in what people say, but I got to live a good life in God. Yeah. That your bad days is a happy day. Come on, somebody. Because of the God that you know. Your bad days don't leave you so down and out and your mind so messed up because you walking with God. And the disciples didn't have a, a, a happy day every day of their life. They didn't have a plentiful day every day. They had persecution day. But guess what? They kept walking with God. To the point that Paul even told Agrippa, I think myself happy. When I look around and I don't see nobody else happy, Lamont, I think myself happy. When I feel the goodness of Jesus and all that he done for me, my soul, I can't face it off of y'all, but my soul. We are in a time that we're going to see some tough days ahead. Yes, sir. Where your joy going to be? Huh? You're going to see some tough days ahead. You're going to see some days that you're going to have to go without. But where's your joy going to be? Where y'all going to get your strength at? Where your walk going to be at? You think that the, the, the disciple, the apostle, went through all of that and seen all of that, and you ain't gonna see none of it? Ain't happening. Ain't happening. You living in a dream world. Come on now. Hell is been to crank up a notch. It's going to increase. And unless you allow God to increase.
increase in you while you decrease, guess what? The world going to turn you upside down. You know what you got to tell yourself? You got to tell yourself, I can die anytime. But right now, I'm going to live in Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. The day of dying is going to take care of itself, Rowan. So guess what? I got to live right now. I got to get my joy right now. I got to get me some peace right now. I got to walk with God as long as I can walk with God while I'm able to walk with God right now. Because guess what? When death comes, I can't walk no more. I can't do nothing no more. Got to do it now. Amen. So I'm looking for that increase. If thou be wise, thou shalt be wise for thyself. Amen. So I'm looking for an increase in life. Not in my pocket. My life. That's what I need to increase in. We need some spiritual anointing. Amen. Amen. You know when you get to a place where there is no peace. You get to a place where there is no togetherness. It's a good sign that there is no anointing either. Amen. Somebody left off their instructions. They left off the wisdom that they may be wise. Amen. Go to Romans chapter 15. Starting at verse 4. And we'll read verse 4 through verse 6. Let's read, please. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort and spiritual might have hope. Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like minded one toward one another according to Christ Jesus, that ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father. Wait a minute, wait a minute. For whatsoever thing was written, written well. What was they written at? They were written in the word of God. They were written for our learning. We supposed to learn and increase from what is written. That's right. Amen. Yeah. So what was written in the early times, they left us instructions, 
for our learning. The things that were written in the scripture for what they went through, it was for our benefit. Huh? It was your tool to fight back against the hand of the enemy. Amen. So we had to get those instructions and learn how to live in the presence of God. Amen. That you may endure and be encouraged by the word of God. If you're going to find you some encouragement, you got to be encouraged in the word. Amen. You got to stop running to all these never-had folks trying to get some encouragement from them. They can't encourage their own self. They giving you false stuff and you running out off of false stuff and they ain't living a hill of being about being encouraged in the word of God. All they telling you is I wouldn't do that. And you know what you all tell them? I know it because you ain't doing it. <laughs> Come on somebody. You got to be encouraged by the word of God. That's where your overflow come from. It's from the word of God. That's where the power is in, in the word of God. You know what I found out? If you read the word of God and take it at heart, the word of God will come alive. It will come alive. It will come in power. Come on, somebody. It'll make your bow legs straighten up. Come on, somebody. So, that you may endure. And you will be, you will have hope and an overflow of confidence in God. Hebrew 10 and 35 said, cast not away therefore your confidence. Have great recompense of reward. For you have need of what? You got to go through some stuff. Huh? You know what? When you go, uh, Pastor, you know when you go through some stuff, when you come out of it, you got a little bit more joy than you had when you went in it. Because you saw God bring you out of it. You saw the hand and work of God on your life when you came out of it. So guess what? You got more joy than you had when you went in. Then when you come out on the other side, you ought to have some joy. When you come out on the other side, you ought to have a new song to sing. It shouldn't be for me no more. Come on, somebody. We still singing that same sad old song. God bring us through and we find a new verse to the sad song. Come on, somebody. Amen. So we got to go through some difficult circumstances. And they're coming. Everything ain't going to be like you think it's going to be. They coming. Come on, somebody. If it, 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 As a saying, if you never had a problem, how you know the Lord can solve? Come on now. If you've never been through nothing, how you know he can pull you through? Come on. So then, therefore, that tells me you couldn't be walking on faith. Because faith going to test you, baby. Yes. 
faith going to test you and going to send you through some trials. Amen. That you got to depend on God and you got to make a stand that I know that God is going to pull me through. Amen. 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 